Ask me any questions you want. I don't so know if I can answer them all. Uh, kickoff rule, fair catch and mm -hmm. kickoffs, take that to 25. What have you guys uh, decided to do or have you, yeah, you had many discussions on it? Yeah, we've, we've talked about it quite a bit, but without giving away a lot of our game plan, I think there's a lot of, we have a lot of kickers that, if you look in the last two years, we've used a number of kickers, right? And depending on how they can kick the ball, I, I think um, now it takes that, our, our game plan of kicking, it takes it out of the, out of the mix. Because we used to try to, sky the ball and keep it in play so that they couldn't down it and then try to pin them deep you know and so now that they can call fair catch maybe we have to just put it in that gray area and where there's a little bit indecision i don't know but uh we've played around a little bit with it and we'll see how it goes but i mean i think that's what everyone's going to do it's not like it's rocket science but hopefully i didn't give away <laughs> a secret to everyone dang it <laughs> no but I, I yeah i think everyone will kind of play around with it but i think it's a really good rule keep guys safe and um you know I, I go back and I think about the San Jose State game where Braden knocked out that that kid and Brent Brennan's a great friend of mine he's the head coach of San Jose State and it's just it's sad to see guys not in games because of a play like that you know so if we can eliminate um keep our guys safe I'm all about it and we'll just have to adjust uh, whatever rules come up with I mean they have new dress rules and all that we'll just follow them and keep going so like I said, the, the principle of obedience keeps testing us, and we I think we're answering the call okay. I feel like Matt Hadley has moved around a lot in mm -hmm. positions. Now he's a running back. What do you expect from him as he goes into senior year? That's, I, I mean, I still think that's more of his natural position. Um, I think in high school, if you watch his film, this is what I did when I first got here. I was really impressed with his, with his running ability, and uh, I think that's kind of, I mean, I know he's a senior, but um, we need more than just one running back, you know, and so... Um, and I think, like I said before, A.J. Stewart's a great running backs coach, and um, we're going to have to use more guys than just one or two, you know, and, and uh, obviously you're going to have a starter. And, but I think there's guys that can make a, make a difference. Right now he's competing for the starting spot, and so we'll see we'll see how it goes. But I think that's more where he fits. He's so smart that he can move over to defense right now and be just fine. You, you, besides Matt, you've moved quite a few other guys mm -hmm. into the backfield. How are you progressing in terms of developing the kind of depth you want to see back there? It's going really well, and I think Bo Hodge has made an adjustment. It's 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 uh, easy for him, you know. It's like it, I know we joke around, but it seems like it's really in his genes. And he's natural. He catches the ball really well out of the backfield. Um, he blocks. Um, he's just like man, just knowing the offense as, as a uh, quarterback from a quarterback perspective. I think it helps him as, as a running back and. Um, you know, he's, he's stepping up, and, and a lot of guys are playing. I mean, I think that I mean, named all those running backs. Those guys are starting to emerge, but I think everybody has a role. You know, we just need to find out who's going to be the every down back and then who's going to complement him. Is Kavikas, are we ever going to see him again? Not sure. I, I, I mean, he's, he's still trying to rehab, and so we'll see how fast that goes. But as of now, he's not going to be ready for the first game. Is KJ Hogan pretty close to coming back? Um, he's kind of in the same mix as Kavika. I think I think Cage is probably further along, but yeah, we're still. Um, if we get him back towards the end of camp, we'll see. We're hoping we do. It seems like a lot of the coaches have been impressed with the way the offensive players are picking up just yeah. offense and, and just kind of great <coughs> that they're they're going out. Are are you noticing that too with the guys? Or? Yeah, and and we threw. I mean, I, I don't. I, you don't know all the specifics, but we've thrown a lot of offense at them. You know and. I mean, a lot of install, and um, you know, normally, when, in my experience, you try to space it out a little bit and um, focus on your 
on your core stuff that you want to get done. And but um, they've kind of just threw it all out there, and the guys are, are adjusting. I think. I mean, they're in a hard academic school, so it only makes sense now that they're not in school to take advantage of it and of the learning and try to get as much installed. And so, I, I think they're doing really well with it. And a lot of the mistakes aren't really the mental mistakes with the plays. It's more just uh, a little technical things here and there, and, and it just are your common mistakes. And, and, and uh, I obviously, haven't seen a lot of offsides that we normally would see, but um, it's going really well. I think I think the coaches are, are doing a good job of teaching their position groups how to function. In your years in football, have you ever seen a player leave a program, play somewhere else, and then return to the program that they started out, like Dylan Colley's doing? Have you ever seen that? Before? No, I haven't. Uh, this is the first time, yeah. But I mean, if there's a lot of those out there that can have that type of experience, I'll take them. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wink, you know. <laughs> no, but it's. It, I mean, Dylan's doing a great job, and I think he's. He's got so much experience that it just it helps out with all the young guys, and we have a lot of guys that. It's not a really experienced group, you know, and so I think it's it's uh it's good to have them along. It's really helped guys like Micah and Akile and Aleva, Talon. So they're a really good group, and and um, I like the way they're working. And a big part of that is adding Dylan. So. Hypothetically, of course, mm-hmm. if there was a kid that five-star that committed to BYU at one time and then went somewhere else and decided maybe he would you be interested in that? <laughs> well, okay, so with the numbers, it's always difficult, especially at the last second, you know, and, and um, that would be another thing. If it works in in the system and then if it works with what we're, what our mission is at BYU and if they can fit here, yeah, that, that's – I'm not against – good football players you know so it's not like I, I mean we have to develop guys into what I think has they have five star potential that's who we recruit um, obviously we recruit a bunch of players that other people see and then they try to come and swoop in and steal them and so it's not like we only just recruit those guys and all, we hang our hats on them mm-hmm. there's other guys that we think are big time players that I, all the guys that we signed we think are big time guys that can develop into that and so yeah if there's a chance that a guy wants to come back and Realize who loved them first, and well, I'll, I'll be happy to oblige. Philosophy-wise, a, a lot of positions you guys are rotating guys in, and that mm-hmm. makes so if somebody's ineffective, then there's often a guy that has some experience that maybe could fill that role. But in mm-hmm. positions like center, like quarterback, that can be a harder call to make. How do you make the philosophy if a guy's being ineffective of when to make a change at a role like a quarterback or a center or something like that? Well, I think that's that's where we really want to focus on. Um, doing game day situation type game um that's why we made the quarterbacks live in spring um so i will have a full game scrimmage on saturday you know you guys are going to miss it sorry but um it, it, we really want to have our see our guys perform at what is as much simulated as a game as we can you know and um and some of that is a physical part of it some of it is just a situation the straining part of it the mental part and regardless of what it is we just need uh, production and so we're going to compete and put them in situations that are a little bit uncomfortable. This camp, we've, we've, we've done way different things this camp. We've had more team and a lot of different reps and, than we've done in prior camps, and we still do that with lifting every day and everything. So it's a hard camp, and, and it's going to be a hard season. So we're looking forward to it. To, if we're going to match how fast we want to start, then we've got to do it in camp right away. And I don't know if that answers it specifically, but, yeah, that you're basically asking when to pull the plug on a kid. Like, how do you decide when that might come? Yeah, hopefully we know how to get them so that we don't ever have to be in a position to pull the plug unless it's an injury um, or if we feel like someone could do it better, right? So 
if someone's performing better because of competition, then we always play the best, regardless of uh, age. How is Zane done moving from <coughs> Oh, he's great. He's it's it's um, you hate talking about it so so because he hasn't done anything yet in the game, but he's he's adjusted just fine because he's fast, you know, and the stuff that we ask Fred to do, which a lot of people didn't understand because we put him out in coverage quite a bit. Um, Zane's kind of like. The, um, complete opposite. He's got great coverage skills, and so you're looking to see if he can do the physical part of the game, and he's just fine. I mean, he's he's added a little bit bulk on on his on his frame, and he's going to be he's going to be fine. He, I think the question is to see if he can be physical enough, and he's he's doing everything well physically right now. How much hands-on work have you done personally with the defense during fall camp? Um, well, my my job as a head coach is to basically my position group are the coaches, you know, so. Um, I'm responsible for them. I work closely with them, but I, I, don't, I also want them to feel like they have ownership on their in their group. But um, yeah, I'm going to voice my opinions because it's it's I'm the head coach, and you know, I mean, I can complain and 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 applaud all I want. That's the wonderful part <laughs> about this. And uh, the good part is I have great coaches that work hard and um, they appreciate feedback. You know, and and. Uh, not all of it's positive, but we all work together, and I, I, I really appre- I appreciate them, and I'm excited about how it's going so far. Does that answer anything? Yeah. yeah. Okay. With, with the different position moves on, on mm-hmm. defense that you guys did at the start of camp, fall camp, what, what kind of impact have those moves had on the defense's progression during camp? Really good, because the big part of doing that was to get um, more depth and, and um, get guys to um, progress faster, right? And it's hard to progress when you're not playing football. And so by moving, an example, by moving Diane and Troy to safety, we're able to get the young freshmen more reps at corner. <clears throat> and so like guys like D'Lo and Isaiah and Brock um, and Malik um, can get really valuable reps. And they're going against, they're actually going against Talon and, and Akile and Dylan and all those great receivers rather than just getting um, time with the other in, in, um, inexperienced guys. You know what I mean? So... That's a great way to baptize them in the in the football is to make them cover the number one, number two guys. Uh, and so that, that change has helped them and it's helped us, and then we can kind of play around with it. I mean, yesterday we had um, Troy and Diane playing both corner and safety, and so it gives us a lot of flexibility. And uh, so we can handle whatever happens with injury or if a guy starts to produce. I mean, sometimes the light bulb just clicks on for a freshman, and it could be as soon as tomorrow or today, or it could be later in mid-season but regardless we got to be ready to play them all and with the new rule with the red shirt being playing the last you know playing four games <clears throat> some of these guys need to develop more we'll, we'll, we're giving them the the challenge of being ready for the last four games that are probably going to be red shirts most of those guys are definite like missionary guys but but um yeah some of them are progressing really well because of the, of the added reps they get what is it about Squally Canada's makeup that has allowed him to flourish and thrive here? He's a hard worker, and, and he had a great mentor in Jamal. You know, I, Jamal worked hard, and I think he's he's uh, really responding well to AJ Stewart as a, as a running backs coach. And I think this offense suits him a little bit more and his skill. You know, he's a downhill runner. He's got, he's got great speed, um, good feel of the game. But um, I think he, I think he's a he's built a little bit bigger than Jamal, and, and he's a downhill type of guy. You know what I mean? So um, I think that'll that'll. I think it's just good timing for him, but I think when we're putting together our our staff, I wanted someone that could understand the run game, and that's why 
uh, Grimey and, and Coach Pugh and all those guys are here.